choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. being on some chill shit we go zero to 100 nigga real quick yo 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 what up what up this is kels at kmgz on twitter i'm back this thing to ask episode 213 what up um well we in the middle of june and um i mean the temperature's been okay but it's been rainy it's been cloudy we only had a few days of, you know, really nice weather. You know, I'm a summer baby, so I never complained about heat. I know you niggas, as soon as it get hot one day, oh my God, I can't wait for fall so I can dress. Fall come around, y'all don't be dressing. But anyway, um, you know, I'm ready for some summer. I'm trying to get my little tan, and it's like, God damn, like, help me out. Help me out. Um, all right, so let's get going. Uh, yours and negritude is going out to Rihanna, her pink dress. Um, if you saw, she had a pop-up, uh, for Fenty, uh, her fashion line here in New York, uh, city. She went out last night. It's like, she is the most beautiful girl in the world. Like, sis looks (laughs) incredible all the time. Like, uh, how do you do it? Oh, you must've been like a really wonderful person in, 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 in your past life. Cause he, the Lord put all his fucking beauty in you. Good God. All right. Um, so, all right, let's get this going. I don't really know how long it's going to be. I keep saying that, but like, it's been slow. You know what I mean? And honestly, like as we get closer to this election, I'm going to have to scramble. Cause y'all know I hate talking about that shit and it's going to be like on and on and on. Um, but since I brought that up, let's start. Um, Biden got to go, Joe Biden. I've told y'all past episodes, I don't see him getting out of primaries. I still don't see him getting out of primaries. I don't think he's a good candidate. He's run before. He's never gotten out of primaries. His only, uh, I don't know, selling point is he was Obama's VP. Like, I just, I don't see it for him. He doesn't have a platform. His platform is, you know, I, I can beat Trump, quote fingers. And, you know, like I've been telling y'all, like, it's like, you know, this is the white man's pipe dream. Oh, we just need to get, you know, not that white guy, this white guy to be better. And it's like, yo, you know, we were off that in 08. And I know his, again, his polls, but they're going to dip. And and those are not, they're not polling us. And them old black church folks, you know, they scary. If, again, at this time in 08, they would have been, they actually wouldn't have been, they were supporting Hillary. You know, they, they not, they not the, the you know, the few and the proud. You know, they, they, once they see that all the young folks and all the rest of us ain't really trying to vote for Biden, they'll come around. Um, but you know, he's out here talking about, he worked with segregationists. Look, the, the, the reason why the Democrats are, are horrible. I mean, I've said it on here before. I think Nancy is trash. I think they're all trash. I think people voted them in, in the midterms to give them power to do something and they're doing nothing. We got basically three, um, young female, uh, house representatives, congressmen who are, you know, the only ones really trying to, you know, make it do what it do, um, I feel like they should all be primary, they're trying to pass a law now, so they can't be primaried, um, you know, I just think, I think it's time for all them old niggas to go, I think we need new, fresh blood, because this ain't it, like, bipartisanism is, is, and Obama too, and listen, I've said my criticism of Obama, I, y'all don't, listen, I appreciate that he was the first black president, I just really don't think he was a good president, like, 
I don't like I black people be ready to fight you when you say that but I'm like it's, he wasn't like he was popular but like for four years he got nothing done cause he just couldn't get it through his head that the Republicans weren't gonna let him do anything he didn't say anything about the Russians which I, derelict to this day like he's totally skated from that people keep saying oh well Mitch McConnell went, that's, that's giving an official speech before Congress the president has the office of the president, the power of the president, you don't necessarily, you don't need to make an official speech to Congress, yes, but that is not the only way you can talk to the, to the American people, the president, by way of who he is, can talk directly to the American people, Ronald Reagan did it, uh, uh, Roosevelt did it, you can, from the Oval Office, from the White House, wherever you want, you, there's, Congress cannot stop you from talking directly to the American people, they can stop you from giving a, a, a proper address to Congress, but they can't stop you from talking to the American people. That's why the, the president is is the the pulpit. That's why the executive pulpit, the bully pulpit, the the that's the whole purpose of it. So if you're not going to use it, I don't know what the, you know what you're doing. Um, and, and it would have made a difference if people think Obama's saying, "Hey, look, this is what's happening. This is what's going on." It wouldn't have made a difference. You're crazy. All right. Um, so I'm just you know I'm not. I, I, I'm not really on Obama like y'all are, like, I, I get it, but I just don't think he was a good president, I don't think, and I'm not like, not one of these woke niggas, ah, oh, what he do for black people, I just don't think he was very effective, I think, yes, they passed healthcare, and that's great, but like, y'all gonna be swinging on this healthcare, thing. and he didn't even really, he passed the Republican version of healthcare, so it's like, we still really don't have, I mean, I don't know, I have VA and, and work, so, I don't know what y'all gotta do for your healthcare, but I understand it's expensive, and you know, not all that easy, and all the plans are not that great, I, I don't really know, thank God, um, but I just, I don't think he really, you know, he's throwing parties, and all kinds, it's like, you know, showbiz, and I mean, we see what they're doing now, which is fine, but like, I just don't, I don't, you know, he wasn't terrible, but I just think that, um, you know, he gets way more credit than he should, I just don't really think he was that great of a president, I don't think he moved us forward um, I understand Trump is a backlash against him, but it, you know I, I think that had he been more effective, I know people are racist out here, but I think that had, had he been more effective, there might not been as much of a backlash, because you got the black guy in here and nothing, you know, pretty much nothing's changing, so, you know I might not have had some of the issues so, um, that's what I'm gonna say on that, but Biden, he's he's not it like he's not it, I've told y'all before, I don't have nothing against Elizabeth Warren, but I don't think she's it either, if she ends up being the nominee, I'm gonna vote for her, but I don't think Elizabeth Warren is gonna beat Trump, I just really don't, um, because, you know, she's a nice white lady, with good ideas, and good plans, and good policies, that means well, and that's great, but like I said, the time to vote for that was in 2016, we blew it, and so now the bully is on the block, the bully is, Debo is riding around snatching chains, and kicking people off their bikes, and you know, punching people in their face, and so the nice white lady is not gonna do it, like, we, we can't do that no more, we got, we need somebody that's a bully, we need somebody that knows how to fight back, we need somebody that's not afraid, we need somebody that knows how to not step into these little white woman traps, you know, going off into hysterics, oh, he called me Pocahontas, let me go do my DNA and prove I'm Native American, like, sis, 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 that's really not what that was about, that's like if somebody called, you know, I don't know, somebody, it's just, you need somebody that's used to cracker shit, cause that's what Trump is doing, cracker shit, 
and white people, y'all don't know about cracker shit, but black people do, the reason that we have made it this far, and, and, and survived this far in this country, and still on top, and, and voted a president in, and still thriving, despite all of y'all's attempts to just keep us down, and hold us down, and not let us breathe one inch, the reason why we flourish is because we know how to deal with cracker shit, okay, that's, that's how, we know how, we, we know how to move around, we know how y'all are, we know what the shit y'all do, and we know how to deal with it, and we know how to counter it, and that's what Trump is, Trump is one big fucking president of cracker shit, and Elizabeth Warren ain't, ain't built for it, you know, um, <laughs> people don't like when I say that, but it's the truth, and it's not a knock on her, like I said, you know, she's, again, I think she has really good policies and programs, but that's why I think she needs to be in the Senate, that's why I think she needs to be a Senate majority leader, so she can, you know, get Chuck and Nancy and do nothing asses out of there, and, re- and really start doing what need to do to make this shit roll, to get this shit through, you know, all that reaching across the aisle shit is dead, it's dead, it's late for that, that's it's getting us, gotten us nowhere, and they keep telling me all this shit, Pelosi's the, I don't, listen, Pelosi passed, like, the barest part of healthcare she could, great, awesome, but, you know, like, her tenure is more L's than W's, her tenure is, the, is um, she did nothing about gerrymandering, she did nothing about, you know, the Tea Party, she did nothing, just like she's sitting now doing nothing about Trump, I don't know where she gets her information, she sounds crazy with the things that she says, like, it's like, you are told, like, anyway, Biden gotta go, um, the Lakers trade, um, so, you know, I don't care about, I think, listen, Toronto winning the NBA fight is a total flop. Usually, you know, if it ain't the Sixers, I'm a Sixers fan. I'm, I think actually I, we stretched Toronto to seven games and they won at the last minute shot. I think we're pretty good and I think that means we're pretty close, right? Um, because Milwaukee and Golden State didn't, didn't push them like that. Um, but like you, you if, I mean, I'm a, I like the Warriors. I'm a, I'm a fan. I think they play ball. I like the Heat. You know, usually it's the, I mean, the Sixers. We've been trashed for a long time, so it ain't, I ain't even used to, <laughs> barely used to rooting for the Sixers in the in the playoffs. Let alone, you know, are we gonna make it to the finals? So typically, but I've always like have like an interest in who wins. You know what I mean? Is it gonna be Boston? Is it gonna be the Warriors? Is it gonna be Miami? Is it gonna be the Lakers? Is it gonna be the Mavs, is it gonna be, um, the Spurs, you know what I mean, like, I have an interest, Toronto, I don't give a fuck, like, this is whack, like, it ain't even no fun, like, everybody out here acting like that, I'm like, nobody give a fuck about, can they do a parade, ain't nobody give a fuck, that shit is in a whole nother country, who cares, this is a flop, this can't never happen again, yo, like, I, y'all got y'all little ring, and, and we got, it can't be no more, we, I'm sorry, it's the National Basketball Association, National Mean America, so sorry, I know y'all having these expansion teams, I really don't give a fuck, I don't care about no Toronto, that shit is a flop, I don't care about none of them, none of them, um, yeah, so, AD went to the Lakers, um, you know, the, 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 the is getting older, the, the, the window on the Lakers, you know, is getting, t- but, I said all that to say, it's about, I'm not a Lakers fan, I hate the Lakers, but listen, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, I grew up in Showtime, there's certain teams that are just, the Bulls, the Lakers, the Celtics, uh, the Spurs, the Mavs, um, I said the Bulls, um, recently the Warriors, but back in the day, the Warriors was trash, um, who are the teams that, uh, well, yeah, Charlotte, I guess back in the day, mm, maybe not so much, oh, um, I'm bugging, the, um, Shaq's team, the Magic, 
you know, those were the those were the teams back then when I was coming up. That were that were like the teams. I don't think it was none. I'm thinking the besides Chicago, oh the Pacers. You know, the Bucks used to be good way way back, but not really. Maybe the Pacers, the Bulls, the um, Cleveland. You know, autumn teams Jordan used to beat. Um, Detroit. Oh dang, I'm, I knew it was one. Detroit. Um, those those dynasty teams, right? That's when basketball is exciting. That's when basketball is fun. All this, we need to have parody. No, we don't. I'm sorry. I, no, I don't care about okay, Oklahoma City. I don't even, I can't even find that shit on the map. I don't know where it is. I don't care. Um, I was glad when Kevin Durant left because I'm like, good, because I don't care about that team. And I and I, I don't want to see them in the finals because I don't care about them. Um, you know, the Pelicans, fine. New Orleans is, you know, they have a team fine. But my point is, I like, much as I'm not a fan of the Lakers, and I don't give a fuck about them, but basketball is funner when the Lakers is good. Basketball is fun when you know at the end of the year, on the West, they either going to be playing the Spurs, they're going to be playing the Lakers, or they're going to be playing the Mavs. Super teams. I don't care about these little small markets. I don't care. I don't want to see it. I don't never want to see Toronto playing, um, I mean, go, I like Golden State, but like, you know, I don't know, is, is the Pelicans in the Western, in other words, I never want to see Oklahoma City playing fucking Pittsburgh or, or Milwaukee or whoever in the finals, I just don't, I don't want to know, I don't want to see that, like, who wants to see that? Um, you know, I, I know everybody now, they just care about their players, oh, Westbrook, I don't, listen, I like teams, I'm, I'm a basketball fan, old school, I like teams, I'm not no fan of no team with just no one player, and, you know, I'm just gonna follow the player around from team to team, you know, um, every, I didn't do that, I like, I like the Heat before, before anybody even knew who LeBron was, I like the Heat back when it was just Dwayne Wade, and then Shaq got there, I like the Heat back then, okay, so it's not, I didn't follow LeBron to the Heat, I was already a Heat fan, so, oh, LeBron's on there, awesome, he's to the Lakers now, I'm not a Lakers fan, I don't give a fuck about the Lakers, but I would like them to be good, because I don't want to see the goddamn Toronto, or the Pelicans, or goddamn Oklahoma City, or who the fuck else ever bumblefuck-ass team, I don't want to see that shit, I want to see, uh, I want to see for the finals, like we did, the Lakers versus the Celtics, the Lakers versus the Sixers, well, whatever the Knicks, um, the Lakers versus the Bulls, that's what I want to see at the finals. So everybody want to see. I'm sorry. If you live in the middle, I don't know what to tell you. Watch baseball. All them little Kansas City, all them teams, they good in baseball. Basketball, I don't want to see. I don't want to see that shit. I want to see I want to see Golden on the West. I want to see Golden State. I want to see the Lakers. It used to be the Kings. The Kings used to be good, but they, they never won. And I give me the Bulls. Give me the Celtics. Give me the Sixers. Give me the Heat. I don't care beyond that. <laughs> so I said all to say, I don't know, you know, people like, oh, they're gonna go straight to the finals, I mean, this year, probably because Golden State, um, KD is out, and, and, um, and, um, fucking, uh, Splash Brother number two, his name is escaping me right now, is out, so, the Warriors probably not gonna be, um, they're probably not gonna win the finals, so it probably is gonna be the Lakers, um, you know, next year, fine, they got a tight window, they can go to the finals, cool, um, but I, I want to see that, like, I, I, I barely even watch the finals, like, I watched the last game, and I watched game six, but, like, you know, if, if it's, it's, I ain't been caring about these teams, honestly, even Cleveland, that's why I was glad when he left Cleveland, I don't give a fuck about Cleveland, I do not want to see Cleveland 
with that ugly ball they played, play nobody in the finals. I was like, I don't want this. Somebody, the Celtics, the Sixers, the Heat, somebody, please beat them. I don't care the LeBron's on that team. I don't even fuck about the Cavaliers. I'm not rooting for the Cavaliers. I'm not ever gonna pretend like, again, Cleveland can't find it on the map. I think it's in Ohio, Ohio, yeah, which is all I know, that's west of Pennsylvania. Don't know where. So, you know, hopefully they be good and basketball can be excited again. Super teams, uh, Hold on. Parry's a joke. We don't need no more expansion. We don't need no more teams. I don't care about that shit. Um, so the Harvard guy, kid, uh, Parkland survivor, he got his Harvard admission rescinded because he wanted to call people niggers in the text, and, you know, the whole world is upside down about this. And I just want to say, like, I am so tired of this dumb shit that we constantly do. Everybody writing a think piece. He's on TV with the community. Listen, it doesn't, just like with, um, what, what was the, what was the other, oh, with the, um, the, the scandal with the, with the people paying for their kids to get in. I feel people, I don't understand what people, I do. It's like this, everybody gets a trophy entitlement generation. They feel like they are entitled to things. Harvard does not have to let you in at all. You can have the best, you can have 4.5 GPA, you can have all the fucking uh, sports and committees and everything, you could do all of that, and they can tell you no, because maybe they got three other with those same credentials, and they want a diverse class, so no, we already got three kids with 4.5, we don't want that, we want somebody that's maybe the GPA is a little lower, but you know, they have these other things, like we want our diverse student body. These kids feel act like they they feel like they deserve to get in. Harvard doesn't have to give you a read. Millions, you know, thousands, I'm sure, hundreds of thousands, I'm sure, kids apply to Harvard every year, and they don't get in, because it's an elite school. The best of the best apply, and don't get in. They don't have to give you a reason. They can just not let you in. And so, all this on the news, oh, he should get another chance, youthful indiscretion. First of all, how come it's only white males that youthful indiscretion is rape, assault, shooting up the school, calling people niggers, like, you know, if it's a youthful indiscretion, how come it's, everybody don't have these issues, right? And it's not even so much, like, look, it's not even so much that you said nigger, cause like, we know white people say nigger, we know that, sometimes, you know, I'm not even gonna say, I understand that 15, 14 year old kids, a lot of times they say shit to shop, they say shit to be assholes, you know, and then they grow out of that shit, I understand that, but, if, you know, the fact is, when the college admissions are based off of what you do as a kid, it's not, they talking about, you know, it ain't like you're applying for a job and you 30 now and it's some shit you're 15, you did it two years ago and we based this off of what you do in school, that's why you pull out the application, they, they'll check, have you, have you ever been expelled, have you ever been suspended, you're not getting in, cause they like, oh, this kid don't know how to act, we not letting nobody in our school that he got suspended for, I don't know, whatever, like, so, I don't understand, like, it's not that deep, like, we don't need a press conference and this dude on TV, Harvard decided that they didn't want you in their class because they didn't like the text that you made saying nigger, that's it, they don't, it's it's not a federal case, it don't go to SCOTUS, you, you don't, you're not entitled to a spot, it's a, it's a, they don't have to let you in, higher education is not a fundamental right, it's just, it's not, and I'm just like, every fucking thing, y'all trying to make it a thing, it's like, this is not deep, like, it could be anything, I mean, the fact that what he texts was like real, was like real racist, you know, like, it don't sound like you was playing around, dude, it sounds like you're really fucking racist, okay, Harvard found out you can't get in, the end, I, I don't want to, like, 
talk about that shit no more. Like, I'm tired of everybody trying to make everything two sides. And, like, y'all, y'all kids, nobody owes you nothing. Nobody has to give you anything. Alright? You don't have to get in no schools. You better take your ass to Best Western State next door and do your best and and and, and try to go from there. Cause you know, you 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 sound foolish. Um oh I should have did this first. So you know cancer season is approaching. I'm a cancer. I was born on July fourth, fourth of July, born on the fourth of July. Me, holiday, hotter than July. I'm a cancer. Okay? And, you know, we just, as cancer season approaches, it's just everybody just got all this bad shit to say. Okay, And it's funny to me, because we're supposed to be emotional. We're supposed to be all this shit. But, like, you don't never see us on the t- on, on nowhere complaining about nobody, except for Gemini's. But everybody knows Gemini's crazy. Like, that's just understood, right? And it ain't really a complaint. It's just a, a statement of fact, right? But y'all never see us talking about y'all's. Like, but we supposed to be so sensitive. All oh, y'all cry, but... Are we? Because I'm not the one right now talking about how a cancer hurt me. <laughs> like, that's you. Like, so, am I the crybaby? Is you the crybaby? Because I'm over it. I don't... I haven't thought about it one second past when I was over it. Anyway, I just think that's funny. Like, every time cancer season rolls around, here y'all go. Wait, listen, we sorry. Y'all born in winter and snow and it ain't quite cold and it's still raining. We was born in July when the weather is just peak summer. The flowers are blooming. The corn is high. You know, the temperature is high, everybody out for school, everybody barbecuing, cooking out pools, everything, life is good. We sorry. We sorry that we just, you know, came in the, into the world the seventh month in the middle, holding everybody, holding this whole thing together. You know, we got December through June in our left hand and August through December in our right hand, and we just anchoring this shit. We, listen, we sorry. You know, I don't know. Y'all seek therapy. Let that hurt go, because, you know. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> happy birthday, all cancers. <laughs> um, okay, so I did this a little backwards. It's not how I usually do it, but uh, let's do it this way. Um, TV. Or, well, TV and movies. So I went to see... Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. My, my bad. I forgot to write this down. Juneteenth. Juneteenth is... I guess it was today. Today is June uh, 19th. Yes, so today was Juneteenth. And and all day, people have been talking about... Now, I've already said I'm tired of y'all performative woke millennials. It's a cohort right below us. Like, I just realized y'all are just really... Uh, y'all just really don't know how to be black at peace, right? Everything is... Pro- black is performative for y'all. Everything gotta have a black this, a trap this, and at this. People on TL talking about, oh, buy your friend lunch for Juneteenth. It's like, listen, I didn't learn about Juneteenth until I was in eighth grade. And I remember it specifically because we had our um, English teacher. His name was Mr. Traumatina. And he was real cool. You know, white dude, um, Italian, Philly native. You know, he was liberal. But he wasn't like these new white liberals. He was like the white people we grew up with. Where he was, you know, he wasn't like stupid with it. You know what I mean? He was just like, yo, people be racist. You know, black people have a hard time in this country. Should be racist. You know what I mean? The laws are racist. The shit is racist. Like he, you know, he was cool, but you know, he wasn't overboard. These motherfuckers nowadays do. And I remember he was telling us about, cause, um, in Philly, um, we used to go to school pretty late into the summer, but we would go back like late in September. Cause I remember in private school, we used to start back like way early, like in August, but we'd be out in May. But when I went to public, we didn't get out. Our last day of school would be like June 22nd. Like it was wild late. Right. 
so we would still be in school, and he was telling us about Juneteenth, so he was like, yo, so, what's everybody doing for Juneteenth, right, because, like, you know, Philly, most of us, I mean, we went to a mixed school, but it was, like, a, a, a good portion of black kids, right, we had black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, pretty much, that's all we had, um, and so he was like, so, what's everybody looking for Juneteenth, and he was looking, like, at all the black kids, and we was like, what's Juneteenth, and he was like, y'all don't know what Juneteenth is, it's like a big, we was like, I ain't never heard, what the hell is Juneteenth, so then he told us about what Juneteenth was, how, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation came out, but them slaves down further in the deep delta, I guess, Texas, and uh, Texas, I don't know what other states, down in the delta, didn't get the news till a few months later, and so they... (laughs) They did like some overtime slavery, right? Um, that they didn't have to. And so when the, when I guess the news finally got to them on June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five, I assume. I know it was a few months. I don't think it was that long. So the war was over eighteen sixty five. I think Appomattox was in April or March. I can't quite re- recall. I should Google it, but whatever. Um, so they didn't get the war until June. So that's Juneteenth, and I guess you know it's like a big holiday in Texas and Louisiana. I don't know wherever wherever it was we had never heard of it, I had never heard of it damn sure never celebrated it so today, you know, everybody on Twitter and everywhere else making like this is a, you know, oh if you're not celebrating Juneteenth, you anti, making it a whole thing, and I'm like guys like, I don't know if y'all know, I mean it's great, you know, I, I'm not saying don't celebrate, it's great, any, any, I'll take any holiday let alone a black holiday, I'm like but that was not celebrated in a lot of places, like not where I'm from, and not anybody that I know has ever celebrated Juneteenth, that's just like not a thing it might be a thing where you're from but it's not a thing and you know, people acting like everybody's supposed to know about that, I'm like we heard, we, we found out about Juneteenth, we were like damn that's fucked up, and just kinda like that was it, like like, damn <laughs> you know what I mean, them niggas were had sla- them niggas had unpaid OT in slavery like, you know what I mean, like, but that was it but like, it's not a huge holiday um, and people just making a big deal out of it and if you don't celebrate Juneteenth and y'all acting like, and it's like, dog, we don't. I don't, I don't, never even heard of that shit. Um, and I didn't know it was a big deal till Twitter. Um, and I mean, I'm not opposed to y'all trying to make it a thing, but I feel like people are being a little, again, performative with this shit, trying to make like people a sellout to anti-black. It's like, nah, we just didn't never celebrate that shit. It was never a thing. It was something we learned was like, hmm, and kept it moving. You know what I mean? Like, we got free on time. I don't know what to tell you, but um, you know, it's 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 cool. I just think y'all doing a lot. I think the white people are doing a lot, and it's funny because white people, just like Mr. Traumatina, it's funny because they try. You know, you can tell when like a white person is they mean well and they're trying to you know show you that they know about African American culture and they've done their research, but they don't you know, they don't know, so, like, it's the same thing around Kwanzaa, when they be like, oh, what are you doing for Kwanzaa, you know, because they be like, I study Kwanzaa, and I know what Kwanzaa is, and it's the seven days, and it's Ujima, and Kujijagalia, and it's an African-American edition, and you be like, I don't celebrate no fucking Kwanzaa, don't nobody do that shit, like, and they be, like, all disappointed, like, what? Like, nobody, I do, nobody does Kwanzaa, that's some made-up shit, never heard of it, I personally think it's for cheap people, I get to spit, oh, well, it's the spirit of gift-giving, listen, <coughs> sorry, I, I like Christmas, I'm a Christmas fan, I like the season, I like the festivities, I like the giving gifts, I know it's super commercial, but I mean, shit, why not, 
we deserve it, we work all year, we deserve, uh, you know, give me all the nutmeg, give me all the drinks, give me all the presents, let's go sled and all that, I love Christmas, so you ain't finna get me with no, well, let's not do all that, and let's just sit around the fire in our fucking kente cloth and talk about what we're thankful for, you do that shit, I'm going to the bar and then to the fucking Target, cause it's Christmas, so, it's just funny, like, so it's the same thing with Juneteenth for, like, all these fucking white people, happy Juneteenth, I'm like, I, oh, thanks, like, I, my people got free on time, though, but thanks, you know, but, again, you know, everybody's performative and virtue signaling, and everybody talks to the Uber driver, and, matter of fact, let me do you one better, let me sit in the front seat and show you that you are my equal, and I'll chat with you on the ride, like, if you don't get your ass in the back of the car, and shut the fuck up, and let that man talk to his wife, or girlfriends, or both, on his earpiece, and just take your fucking ride, and cut the shit, like, ugh, um, yeah, so, sorry, I, I skipped that, so, but anyway, back to TV, oh, the start movies, so, I went to see Men in Black, uh, Sunday, yes, and, um, I was surprised to find, so, apparently, well, I'm not surprised, because actually a whole string of these action movies have been coming out and kind of flopping, and not doing that great, um, I think the last one that did well was Captain Marvel, um, I'm not sure how much Avengers did, I think it did okay, but I think, oh, no, Avengers did good, it was, um, the Will Smith movie, it's been a couple John Wick, it's been a couple of the ones that's been coming out, I personally think it's just action overload I don't know, I don't like the comics as y'all know, as I've said before so I don't go see all that shit, but it's like dog, first, you know, I went to see Black Panther was great, but it's like it just been one after the next, after the next, after the next, I went to see Avengers, I, I like Captain Marvel a lot, I went to see the Avengers, I was nodding off in that shit, cause I told y'all I can't keep up with that shit, but um Men in Black, though, it was good. I'm surprised that it didn't do well, because it's a Men in Black movie. I think, though, maybe coming out June 14th, like, that's not big blockbuster movies. They either come out uh, Memorial Day, or they come out July 4th, right? June 14th is... I, I just don't think that was a good day for them to come out, but it was a good movie. But I've read the reviews that I, I kind of... It was a Men in Black movie, but I kind of see what the reviews were saying, and I've read recently it was a lot of issues with production on the on the set with, with F. Gary Gray that might explain some of it, but the reviews were basically like, yo, Tessa Thompson and, and Chris, uh, one of the Chris's, I can't remember, Thor, right, have great chemistry, which they do. She was, and, and they were like, you got these two actors that have this history in the other movies and they have this great chemistry and everybody knows it, and then you put them in this movie and you don't really take advantage of it, and I kind of see what they mean by that, because they did well together, but like the, the it wasn't, like in the Men in Black with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, right, it was a lot of them two interacting, and them two off of each other, and them two, you know, Agent K and Agent, um, what was, what was, um, Tommy Lee Jones, Agent K and Agent, I forgot, whatever, but y'all know, it was them, right, it was a lot of that, like they, clashing off each other's personalities, with Tessa and Chris, it, they did it, but not, it was more like, it was more him, and then her, now I get it, cause some of it, it was like introducing her, so she, she met an alien when she was little, and so she knew about the men in black, and so she kept trying to get in like the FBI and the CIA, and she was telling about the men in black, and they kept marking her as crazy, and so when she was little, like one of the aliens that, you know, that they was trying to, um, got free, and so she was up in her room, her parents came down, so they flashy thinked her parents, but she was up in the room sleep, so they didn't flashy thing her, so she remembered it, right, 
and so she always tried to get to the MIB, and so then she had been tracking it, and she found it, and so she made it, but long story short, she made her way to the MIB, and she was like, look, I made it here, y'all super, super secret, and I figured y'all out, give me a shot, so they gave her a shot, and so she was a probationary officer with Chris, right, but the store, but they didn't, like, I don't feel like they took full advantage of it, like, the scenes they were in were good, but it wasn't enough, like, it was, it was too much focused on Chris, and, like, something had, like, his past story, and, like, what had happened, like, people kept saying, I guess he was kind of a screw-up ever since this last mission they went on, and I, I get what they were saying, like, you, you should've gave them two material to run with, right, they, they, it was good, but you should've gave them more material, you should've made the movie more for them to just run with, instead of, like, what it was, which is kind of, like, I don't want to say plot, because you need a plot, but it didn't allow them to, to, to really shine, they didn't really, they were the stars, and it didn't really allow, allow them to be the stars, if that makes sense, but I, I feel like it was set up for the sequel, but I don't know if it'll be a sequel now, but I feel like they were just trying to build the characters, but I see what they're saying, like, they, they could have done, done more with them, and then, the thing I didn't really agree with, though, they were like, and, you know, they didn't reference any of the older men in blacks, I'm like, they did, it was like, a, when they were in the office with um, Liam Neeson, there was a picture of Will and them on the wall, and I'm like, besides having Will make a cameo in the movie, like, how, how else would they suppose to reference it other than Men in Black, they did the screen where, you know, every movie they have a screen where there's a celebrity that you find out as an alien, like with Michael Jackson, this time it was Ariana Grande, and um, <laughs> that's just, her name was Agent M, Agent M was looking, and he was like, yeah, it's never who you think it is, <laughs> like, this is Ariana Grande, and um you know, it was it was cute, the villain, the main villain they were fighting, I don't know, I thought it was kind of corny, like, they built up to who this villain was, and then when you got to the villain it was like, that's her? She kicked Tessa Thompson ass though, <laughs> she was whooping H&M ass, that shit was funny, cause <laughs> she was throwing, she was throwing H&M around, and she was making his face like shit, like, this bitch being my that shit was funny, and then um they, she, I, in case you go see it, I won't give it away, I mean, but all I can say is it's a Men in Black movie, you know how Men in Blacks are, it was, so I don't really, you know, I don't really, I get some of the criticism, but other than that, I really don't, I don't know what y'all wanted them to do with it, it was, to, to me, it was like all the other Men in Blacks, except what I said, like, they didn't really, they didn't let the stars really be stars, like, they have, they're really good together, they have really good chemistry together, all their scenes together were great, but they didn't have en- enough, in my opinion, scenes together, or the scenes that they did have together, they didn't like, I, I can't explain it, it's just, they didn't, if they would've, in other words, if they would've wrote the men in black around those two, like they did with um Tommy Lee and Will, then I think it would've been way better, instead they wrote the this is gonna be the new men in black, and put, and, and these are our men in black, and let's put them in the story, so it was more about the story, but the story was not that great, like, it really wasn't, like, it was like, eh, okay, um, so, but I mean, I think it's worth it to go see, it was not trash at all, it was just, if you like men in black, it was like all the other men in blacks, um, you know, so I don't really get, like, this real, like, super hard criticism at all, cause I'm like, I mean, we gonna critique the plot, it's been in black, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, okay, um, yeah, uh, Pose is back on FX, and it is excellent, um, the second season is, is 
jump to 1990, like I told y'all last week, is focused on voguing um, and, you know, the AIDS epidemic, like I told y'all last week, which was really bad. And um, it just really brings you back to that because, like, you know, forgot about it. And right now, like, I'm, I mean, AIDS is still a thing, but it's not the death sentence that it used to be. Back then, it was a death sentence. Like, they give you medicine that might could slow it down, but it was a death sentence. So, um, it, it's just really good. They, you know, um, the characters are great. Uh, Mother Evangelista has, um, gotten some new coin now and got herself a new apartment and start her own house again. Thank God. Um, and I'm glad to actually see the show getting critical acclaim. And I see people on TL, like regular straight people, like, oh, I love this show. I'm glad to see that because that's the thing I like about Pose. It's, a, it's, the story is really good. And it's about these people and, and like, and the time, you know what I'm saying? And it's really, really interesting. And I'm glad that people are watching it and giving it a chance and not getting caught up on, on them being transgender. Cause you really, you know, once you see past that, it's, you don't even really notice that. Like it's, you don't even really, that's not even really like a thing. You just into the story. Right. Um, and I think it's funny. Like, so the thing, the thing on there is that Angel is like, you know, super beautiful and, and passing and nobody knows she's a man, but Blanca's supposed to not be passing. But I think that's funny because Blanca looks like a woman also. I'm like, you pass. Like, I, if I saw you, I mean, I, if I saw you out in the street, she looks like any of these girls in the Bronx. She, you know, like, not super, like, you know, not super refined, but like, I would think she, she passes to me. I just think it's funny that they use her as as the not passing, the one to me that don't really pass is Candy <laughs> Candy is funny, and somebody said who keep letting Candy into the ball with the hammers every time she get mad, she pull out this hammer <laughs> and she, she stay getting played in the ball, Candy ain't got no style, Candy ain't got no Candy be walking in these balls and just get dusted every time, it is so funny she don't give up though, bless her heart um yeah, but you know, love pose is back but what I really came to talk to y'all about, and I told y'all about it before, but Big Little Lies is back. And girl, it is coming for next. Now, the first ep- season of Big Little Lies was excellent, excellent, excellent. I told y'all when it came on, if you haven't seen it, please, it's excellent. Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, Zoe Kravitz, um, Charlene Woodley, I think that's her name, the one that, play, the one that plays in the um, Bootleg Hunger Games series and, um, uh, Laura Dern, and, am I forgetting somebody? No. That's it. From season one. And it's basically, long story short, it's rich white woman mess, but it is so good. And the actresses are so good, but season two, they done brought Meryl Streep in, and Meryl Streep did not come to play with you hoes. Meryl Streep plays, um, the mother of Nicole, that's who, I'm, who I forget, Nicole Kidman, God, I'm so sorry, Nicole Kidman plays the, um, so Meryl Streep plays the mother of her husband, so if you haven't seen it, I'm not gonna give it away, but there's a reason that Meryl Streep, who plays the mother of her husband, is now in the show, um, and listen, Meryl and all them Oscars came tipping in the door and just hit it straight from the gate, she's not fucking around, Nicole Kidman is not fucking around, they are acting this season, everybody, Zoe's mama, um, what's her name on the show, Zoe Kravitz, the name on the show is Bonnie, so Bonnie's like, um, mixed, and Bonnie is having, again, not to give it away, but Bonnie is having little problems, and, you know, if you watch season one, you know, but Bonnie's troubled, for reasons, 
so her her um husband who is a total tool who used to be my favorite character Reese Witherspoon who's Madeline's husband so now Matt he's her ex-husband now he's married Bonnie and so but he's like a to- he's just a total like typical self-absorbed white man just his wife is having issues and it should be obvious why she's having issues but he's just oblivious and all he knows is she's not talking to me and she's not making love to me and blah 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 so he going around town asking everybody to talk to her to try to find out what it is and finally he calls her mama in and her mama is black black her mother is black and her mother comes in and I don't know where they from but her mother's definitely into the roots and you know she comes in and she goes to dinner her, her with her the father and they just read this nigga down and you know it's just every body on this show is acting they are going they won all the awards last season and i guarantee you they're going to win the rest of them this season because this season they are doing the damn thing all of them the kids madeline has Madeline kids talk too damn much so do Madeline, Madeline is my favorite the Weast with the Spoon, I told y'all last time imagine um, Tracy Flick from election grown up, you know after like two divorces you know, then lived a little bit, not so naive anymore, not so like perky, but that same personality, this is Madeline, it's it's so good Uh, Madeline's my favorite, Nicole Kim is acting her ass off, Meryl Streep is acting her ass off, they are all Laura Dern is just acting her ass off. So, Laura Turn, um, the plot line this, um, w- this season we're learning more about that background. Last season it was about there's a thing that occurs, right? I don't want to give it away, but it's a thing that occurs, and it was about that. So, this season, after this thing occurs, we're learning more about these women and their backstories. And it's and it's starting to it looking like it's starting to lean. So, Laura Dern is like a tech, you know, owner, super, they're all in the, um, Monterey, California, where, which by the way I was stationed in the military, but not in this part, this is the rich part, right, um so they're all like rich, and they're all like tech people, right, and Laura Dern is like a woman tech you know, startup, VC, whatever, I don't know, but she's super rich, right, and so this season her husband got, he just got arrested for like some SEC inside trading shit, right, and so we kinda, it seems like maybe her background, she might have came from not probably came from being poor because he goes to jail and he's telling her what happened and she's like wait a minute this is my fucking money what are you talking about she was and he's like I know it's your money but it's a community property and she's like fuck community property you're not fucking up I'm not being a fuck poor like she was like I'm not gonna be poor fuck it is it is yo it's so far I felt that scene she was like fuck you and fuck community property <laughs> give me my fucking bag you're not fucking up my motherfucking bag I'm not going back to being poor that shit <laughs> It was, it's good, it is so good, um but it is white woman mess like, if so if you like, if you like white woman mess, like like I'm trying to think of like, what would be if you haven't seen Big Little Lies, like, what would be a, a, a comparative thing it, but it, I don't, it's not like I would, it's not like a dynasty, it's not soapy like that, like, it's not soapy it's funny, but it's not soapy um I would say like that Desperate Housewives, but it's not campy. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it's sort of like that. Like the, it's sort of like that. I, I, I say it's kind of like Desperate Housewives, but it's not campy like that. Like it's, it's like there, it's really good. Like they're seriously acting. I mean, Meryl Streep is on it, so there you go. I mean, Meryl Streep does camp, but it's really good. It's 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 a really good show. If you haven't seen season one, you should watch it and then watch season two. It's like really, really good, that's why when people's like, oh, it's nothing else good on HBO, I'm like, y'all are bugging, um, yeah, so, Big Little Lies is back, um, 
yeah, that's 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 about it. This is it's not been. I, I'm not talking about your man at all. Um, you know, I, I, listen. The day that the Democrats start impeachment, I will be on here and I will talk to y'all for hours about it because I've been waiting. But like, I just, I can't. You know, I can't today. I mean, well, Tana Hashi Coates went to Congress today to testify about reparations. You can Google that. He has some good clips. Um, you know. All I'm going to say about reparations is everybody else got theirs. The Japanese got theirs. The Jews got theirs. Um, slavery is the original sin of America. The America was built. They'd like to tell you immigrants built America. Immigrants did not build America. America was already built when immigrants got here. That's why they came. America was built and made rich on the back of slaves and slavery. That's how America became the richest nation in the world because they had labor that they did not have to pay for, period. By the time immigrants got here in 1900s, 1910s, whenever they came, this country was already established, and y'all, you know, helped transition to from uh, agrarian society to uh, industrial society, but y'all did not build America, okay? America was built when you got here. All of us together worked on this shit to get it to where it is now, but that immigrants built in, that's, that's nonsense, and I hate, I hate they say that, because these motherfuckers act like, you know, they great-grandpa whoever came over here in 1888 and just started this shit up, when you came over here in 1888, bro, we had already been here for 200 years, okay, you came here because this country got rich because of the shit we did, so, you know, we are all our reparations, because you know, slaves were credit you, literally, people were credit. Every insurance company in this in this country got to start in slavery because it insured slaves. All these blue chip companies and all these universities, you see Harvard and Yale, they uh, had to admit that they got their fucking grants off of slavery. Thomas Jefferson, the, one of the founding fathers and a writer of the fucking Declaration of Independence and uh, author, one of the authors and signers of the, uh, did he sign the Constitution? Yes. Slaves. Had, had, had a slave mistress you know, slavery is this is is you owe us. We need to be. We are out here living hand to mouth as a people because we came. We were stolen from our land. Every time we tried to build anything up, we got fought, got freed. Then y'all wanted to put in Jim Crow and black holes. Y'all just didn't never just try to keep your boot on our necks. Anytime we build up any kind of wealth here, y'all come burning and looting and, and lynching and, and redlining and 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 ghettos and you know now you want to turn affirmative action around like any little thing to, to get us out here y'all come we deserve reparate everybody else got it everybody gave the uh, natives their casinos they gave the Jewish people their money they gave the Japanese their money and no listen they deserve it no and probably more no not knocking it I'm just saying all them people can get recompensed so can we so figure it out um yeah, so, okay, so, that's it, um, just a little short today, but y'all will be alright, um, so, thanks for listening, tell your friends, thanks for asking, again, I get, I told y'all, my listeners going up every week, my email, thanks for asking, podcast at gmail.com, y'all can hit me on Twitter at KMGZ, y'all can, you know, anything you want me to talk about, topics, whatever, hit it, I mean, I don't really get too much, so I just kind of, come up with this on my own, so I assume that y'all like it, but I mean, you know, anything you want me to talk about, any suggestions, whatever, just, you know, hit me up, I'm not saying I'm gonna do them, but I'll consider it, um, yeah, like me, rate me, and, um, thanks for listening, seriously, um, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this, but somebody, uh, 
somebody very close to me who was very successful at this told me just keep doing it and don't quit so that's my plan so um see y'all next week peace